you will be debt free as long as you keep going and you do not give up. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley, and we're here at FinCon today having a blast. And I've got two lovely divas here with me. One of them is an actual diva. She's a debt-free diva. It's Tony Husbands. Tony, say hello. Hello. How are you, Jared? I'm behaving. And then we've got Venetia Moore. I'm not doing the right thing by mispronouncing your name. Venetia Moore from Hope Financial. Venetia, would you be willing to say hello? Hello, everyone. Hello, Jared. Venetia's first podcast, Tony. Tony, can you tell us about the first time you did a podcast? What was that like? I can remember just nerves like, oh my God, we're going to mess up. I'm saying um a million times. Oh my God, who's going to edit it? Yes, it's very, it was, it was very surreal. At the time we were actually doing like live podcasts. So we did 15 minute chunks. Yeah. So it was was surreal, but actually it ended up being very interesting because I think what makes a podcast interesting is when you are real, you know, you're authentic. So you just made Vanessa nervous. Is that true? No, I'm not nervous. She actually assured me of, of my idea of what I should do. I love it. Okay. And you didn't say, um, when you said that, so you're already ahead of the game. That's amazing. Okay. So Tony, this is the fun part of the podcast where you get to ask Venetia any money question as awkward as you like and make it as awkward as possible so that we're listening and and get the juice. All right. So Venetia, prepare to be embarrassed. Tony, go ahead. Okay. Venetia, tell us about your worst money mistake. My worst money mistake, my worst money mistake would be when I was in college, I actually had a credit card and I allowed myself to charge expenses for my friends who I knew could not afford to pay me back, but I cared about them so much and I was trying to help them out. And in the end, I ended up having to repay all of the payments and it was really, really bad. And I was so embarrassed, but it was a learning experience that, you know, I'm have to take care of myself first. And if I want to help them, I just offer them the advice, not give them credit in my name. Are you still friends? Um, We are still good friends now, and they're doing very well, actually. They actually have implemented some of the things that I, you know, share with them. So it's pretty awesome. They're doing super well. They own their own home, own their own cars, doing really, really good. Well, I was going to ask, what was his name? (laughs) It was actually a a woman. Actually, it was not a man. Actually, it was not. It was not, Jared. You know, some guys are like, oh, Venetia, girl, let's go do that. And uh, Venetia's like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that at all. It wasn't. It wasn't at all. That's so funny, though. Right? I think she did good. I think that was a good answer. That was a very good answer. Venetia, you should have a podcast. All right, I so Venetia. right? right Venetia, now you get to put Tony on the hot seat and ask her an awkward money question as well. An awkward money question for Tony Husbands. I would say, um, what is the least thing that you are proud of, say in your 20s or in your 30s that you did with your spending and with your credit? Okay. So in my 20s, I would definitely say I was not a debt-free diva. My model, and this is the thing, this is something I'm not proud of. My model was I have a credit card, I will use it. So I ran up thousands and thousands of dollars in credit card debt and had nothing to show for it in my 20s. I had a lot of memories, a lot of trips taken, a lot of things, a lot of experiences. And a lot of friends. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of experiences. And, friends but, and interesting places. Right, but nothing to show for it. So that, and I, that was something I would say out loud, have a card, we'll use it. So that's something I'm definitely not very proud of right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to hear this, Tony. There must have been some breaking point where you're like, whoa, uh-uh. So I would, yes, there was definitely a breaking point, but it didn't come until much later. It wasn't until after I was married. And at that point, my husband and I were in like $40,000 worth of debt. And so we ended up 
And even then, at that point, at that aha moment point, when when the light bulb came on, we still ended up amassing more than $107,000 worth of consumer debt that we had to work to pay off. It took us seven years to do that. But it was crazy because when I look back at that, I think that was a house. We could have had our condo paid and clear by that, you know. And so those are some of the things that we just don't think about when we are using our credit cards to expand our lifestyle or using our, you know, signing up for loans or just doing everything, financing cars and leasing cars. And, you know, we're very productive, but we weren't using our money wisely. And I look back at that time period. I'm like, wow, we really could have done something much better at that point with our finances. Right. That's good, though. That's good information. And now you're sharing that with the audience. So they'll be able to implement those things. Venetia, when you made the decision to get out of debt and take control of your finances, what was that like for you? You mentioned maybe a little bit of shame there. What was that like when you were saying, okay, I accept this. Now I'm going to work through it. What did you have to do to work through it? To work through it, the first thing I had to do was I had to just be honest with myself. I could no longer be in denial about my situation. I had to be honest with family. I had to be honest with my friends. I had to just own my behavior, my good and bad choices. And then I just created a plan. And I also shared what I was going through with someone so they could help hold me accountable to what I said I was going to do. And my, one of my major accountability partners right now is my mother. And so because she's the one that taught me most of the things I know about credit and money management. And so I shared a lot with her and she was the one to be there to help. Okay, Venetia, where are you? What store are you at right now? What are you doing at the store? Are you window shopping? What are we doing here? Okay. Yeah, we're going to take that $50 and we're going to put that on XYZ payment. So yeah, um, just being honest with myself, owning it, having accountability partners. And that's really what I did. And so it, it left me in a good place. They're like, I saw your Instagram. You're at Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's, mom's rock. good though. Mama's good. She was great. She was great. No, I'm, I do really, I'm so much, like, I went a whole year without buying any like clothing, shoes. That was major for me because I always thought that, okay, hey, every time I get paid, I got to do something for myself, treat myself, buy myself something. But in all actuality, it was more empowering to take that money and pay, put it in savings or pay towards credit, you know. And I did that for a whole year and I was able to really put myself in a better situation. Was that humbling for you? Well, my upbringing was humbling for me. I would say that it was strengthening for me to do that. It brought, it provided a source of strength for me because I saw myself actually implement what I knew. It's one thing to have the information. It's another to actually implement what you know. So I saw that I did it and I, I drew strength and I was able to be proud of that. Well said. Tony, it can be real easy for some people to say $107,000. I don't even know where to begin. I give up. Like, how do you fight that? And what do you say to people? I think the first step is to educate yourself. Because when you know better, you can do better. That's the saying by Maya Angelou. And I totally embrace that. When you know better, you can do better. It's just a choice of now I have to go ahead and put it into action. So the first thing you want to do if you're facing a massive amount of debt like we were, is you want to create a plan for yourself. You want to create a plan for yourself. Okay, what do we need to do first? Second, third. I love the fact that you have your mom as your accountability partner. For me, that was my husband. Some people don't have that. So maybe you need to look outside of your like close circle and look and see if I can find somebody who's either on this path with me or who's already walked this path. So somebody that, that I give permission to like look into my business, open, you know, open myself up to somebody else and say, I need help staying on point with what I'm trying to do. So having a plan is 
if you don't have a plan, then you just kind of end up anywhere, basically. Right. And so for me, it was the realization that I can live debt free. And that was kind of foreign. It's like really simple. It's really simple to think about, but it was really foreign. It was like, oh, I never thought about buying cars for cash. You know, I never thought about just saving up and paying for what I want because I travel a lot. I still love to travel. I never thought about "Mm, saving up and paying for that trip that I'm going to take instead of just putting on on a credit card and just thinking I'm going to deal with it later and later never comes. So I think the biggest thing, again, is just I'm going to circle back to this and repeat it. It's just when you know better, you can do better. So it's important to educate yourself to start to improve your financial literacy if that's an area where you are struggling or it's an area where you're a little weakened. And then you can craft this plan for attacking your debt in a systematic way. So I got a true or false question for you, Venetia. Venetia, true or false, the pain of discipline is better than the pain of regret. True. Would you have an example? Well, what I shared earlier, it was very difficult for me to go a year without purchasing anything that was a want. However, I don't regret that time. I'm actually proud of it. I'm actually able to use it and I'm in a better situation. So it's extremely painful for me not to do that. However, I I know that if I had not implemented that, hadn't committed to that situation, I would definitely regret because I would be in a worse situation right now. Oh man, this girl's a pro. She's been hanging out with Tony. (laughs) (laughs) We just met today, but I believe we're going to be, it's divine connections. It's the debt sisterhood. (laughs) Get out of debt. So Tony, let's do a a finish this sentence. Okay. Uh, My best get out of debt advice is, my best get out of debt advice is. Learn to implement a debt snowball. Learn to implement a debt snowball. So for those that don't know, let's describe that. So In simple terms, a debt snowball is just a plan where you organize your debts from smallest to largest. And then you basically take all of your extra cash that you have after paying minimums on everything else and you attack the very the smallest debt on that list. Once you're finished with that one, then you go on to the next and you repeat that process until you are totally finished with your debt. I will say the reason there are various ways and various theories about how to get out of debt and what's most effective. But researchers at Kellogg's Business School in Northwestern have found that they've actually studied this and found that people that implement a debt snowball are more effective in paying off their debt than any other process. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't know that's what the term, I'm going to use that term now. I didn't know that's what we called it. I just say start with the smallest. All right. So we're going to start to wrap this portion up. Tony, let's start with you. What's the best place for people to find you online? Oh, absolutely. You can hang out with me online with the team debt free as I so love to call them at debtfreedivas.org. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter or Pinterest if you want to find us. And I want to also say that I have a weekly podcast that you can check out. It releases new episodes every Thursday on iTunes and Stitcher. It's called The Midday Money Show. The Midday Money Show. Shout out. And Venetia, where can people check out what you're up to? They can check me out on Instagram at Hope Financial as well as Facebook. I can also be reached at Hope foyerfinances.com and at Hope Financial on Periscope. They can judge you by your spending on Instagram, so I like that. <laughs> yes, yes. Come follow me on Instagram and you will not see me in the stores, people. You will not see me in the stores. I love it. Okay, so uh, final thoughts. We always like to wrap up with final thoughts. Tony, final thoughts overall. My final thought is you will be debt-free as long as you keep going and you do not give up. Well said. And Venetia, final thoughts. Final thoughts is be true, own it, and take action. Wow. Amen to that. Girls, thank you so much.